0: In today's episode we are talking to Rafram Shadad, visual artist and speaker at the Why the World Needs Anthropologists conference, The Power of Isolation edition, happening between the 27th and 29th of October 2023 in Brak, Croatia. We are happy to have Rafram with us, speaking to his background as a visual artist and his experience and thoughts on isolation. In 2010, Rafram found himself imprisoned in Libya. He spent six months by himself in an extreme isolation unit, not knowing whether he would live or die. In this conversation, he explores questions such as What does it mean to be free? What is the value of being with oneself? What do inner conversations reveal? And what effects can one experience after such a transformative event? Rafram also speaks to the power of the artistic lens and how it can help cultivate self-inquiry and drive everyday choices from a space of personal freedom. Lastly, as a speaker of Why the World is Anthropologist, he shares his thoughts on anthropology, as well as his advice and thoughts to those considering to attend the conference. We hope you enjoy it. Hi friends, we are here today with Rafram Haddad, visual artist and one of the speakers at the Why the World is Anthropology conference. Hi, Rafram.
1: Hey, how are you?
0: <laughs> Good. Yeah, I'm Good. really, I'm really happy to to be speaking to you and uh, hear all about your thoughts around uh, art and anthropology and the conference. Um, but before starting into that, I would love if you could tell me and our listeners a little bit about you. Who is Rafram, and um, what is your interest in joining the conference?
1: Um, I don't know, um, it's a very complicated question about who am I, because <laughs> I, so I live in Tunis now. I, I was born in Jerusalem, uh, sorry, in Jerba, and then I grew up in Jerusalem, mm-hmm. a Tunisian Jew from eight years ago. I came back here, and uh, I've been working all over the world with, in visual arts, and uh, and um, every time I love to speak more via my works, basically, and more less about like trying to explain, because I mean, I'm a human being, I mean, that's the basic of that and uh, when we do work usually uh, it's very crystallized when it's really a work that is not influenced that it's very us uh, when I do some put a piece to for to exhibition and stuff like that so it's uh, usually I speak like that it's easier for me to speak like that. Uh, about the conference I mean I was invited because uh, because of my I have a, a very weird story in my past that I was in prison for six months mm-hmm. in population in uh, 2010 in Libya, in a very uh, not very nice place to be, um, in general, but in prison, it was six months of isolation. And um, there's going to be a book about it, it's actually, translated soon to English. I wrote it in Hebrew in 2012, mm-hmm. and about isolation, about uh, how is to be alone, and, uh, and probably it's related to what I do also, mm-hmm. like arts. And but this is all uh, very, uh, like on. Like a starting point, basically.
0: Yeah. So you have quite a personal connection with the theme of the conference this year, which is isolation. Yes. And yes. you will be speaking to that uh, at the conference. Yeah. Any anything you could share about your thoughts on isolation, Rafra? Maybe not 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 going into the into the details of what you will be speaking to at the conference, but.
1: Yes, probably it's going to be different, uh, because everything, every time I open my mouth, it's yeah.
0: <laughs> which is great, right? <laughs> I,
1: mean, yeah. uh, I think I think isolation, it can be, uh, like everything in the world can be perceived as something good, in a way. Good, I mean, good is also very relative, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's very subjective. But uh, in isolation, I think mean, there is kind of a meeting with yourself, which is something very rare in the contemporary life of... Of of media or uh, you know people we always say that we are lonely all the time. This word lonely that is invented almost to say something sad. And um, and I realized in this like horrible place called prison isolation stuff like that that to be with yourself is not that bad. I mean when you have to and you have no other options but to meet yourself, the conversations are really amazing and. Um, also was part of survival, of course, how to, uh, how to survive, how to, um, how to feel, uh, how not to go into traumas and stuff like that. But then I had these meetings, and when you have in complete isolation, like I was, without reading, without a uh, toilet even, without watching anything, without writing, which you have no input, you don't, even when you write something today, always think about who gonna who gonna read it or when you read something who wrote it and it's always very 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 um, there's, intimate, there's always something in between there's nothing very pure in this world which is this is how we live we are society we we, mm. we care about each other we we have all kinds of like sets of thinking we have family relations we have friendship relations foreign relations everything is relations everything is is uh, is, is subjective in a way when you're alone, everything is falling down. All these barriers and all the borders, and it's a very—I mean, it took me time. I'm not that uh, in very good conscience, like to find it very fast. It took me two months to understand okay, when well, you just sit alone and and how to handle it in the most in the bet, in the better way. I mean, understanding it's a very rare moment in my life. If I'm going to live, if I'm going to survive, but it's a very rare moment, and I should adopt it. I should I should access it somehow, and then. Mm-hmm. And live through
0: that, basically. Yeah, I understand. So the definition of isolation for you is like the absence of uh, relation, right? Like the yeah, where yeah, the it's... actually the only relation that is there is the one with yourself.
1: It's the discovery of yourself, mm. basically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. And is there a connection between that and the te- tempor- temporality aspect of how long you can sit in that space?
1: I mean, I I think that because I, w- I didn't know how long I'm going to be there and I was supposed to be executed at some point. Oh, wow. uh, and so I was uh, completely unaware of that. If I knew it's going to finish or I'm mm-hmm. going to be out, it would be different. I would not treat it as I treated that. There was something in this um, significant moment that I knew that this event cannot repeat itself if I would mm-hmm. be outside reach. Lots of money, lots of connection. I could not achieve that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, I have no idea about what's happening, completely living in the limbo, without time, without any relations. Um, and that helped me actually arrive at this kind of like con- inner conversations. If I had somebody in my room or I knew that in two months I'm finishing, all this stuff could be changing completely the entire dialogue I had there with myself.
0: Yeah, and how how did you look at yourself afterwards? Like, what 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 shifts or what changes have you noticed in yourself?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't have lots of tools, psychological tools, because uh, I, I, I I saw movies and I saw something called post-trauma. Basically, I knew this term, and uh, in my uh, way of thinking, I thought post-trauma had to have trauma to have a post-trauma. And then I try to understand if I'm living now in a trauma or not, and, mm-hmm. uh, and if I can make it my my main life. I mean, the out- life outside is one thing, but this now is another chapter. It's not different; it's just another chapter. So uh, the post will be the post of this moment, and and um, I didn't really thought about that they're going to be out, but but there was a maintenance of this in in. in in, in photography, we have something called white balance, which is very, I mean, you, you point a lens to a, a scene and you choose the white spot and then you mm-hmm. calculate all those according to the white spot. It's called white balance. In all, usually in film photography, it's very common to, to measure it. And I think it's us mm-hmm. who have the same measurements. I mean, you can be a kid in a very in a poor neighborhood in Brazil and can be happy or a kid of the son of the queen in, in London and you're going to be sad. It's about how you react to your present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I understood that I can do the same thing, like uh, and react to the present, which is present time, in a good way. That even it's going to be past something, there's not not going to be something that um that will uh, put me into kind of a limbo, like mental limbo that I will not be able to escape from. And yeah. and uh, and. Uh, and that's what happened, I mean, I don't, I mean I, I'm I 12 years after now, I think, mm-hmm. yeah, 10 years after. I'm still like in this kind of mode. <laughs> so I remember when the minute when I realized, uh, because people helped me escape basically, uh, but I remember the, f- the minute I was in this, I was a private jet escaping. I remember I understood that I need to release now this kind of like system that I was building to myself. And it was, it was a very big relief, but at the same time, it was very understanding that that was part of life. Yeah. That was a very, very crucial point to understand the continuity of that and how I continue, how I wake up every day, how I go to sleep, uh, how it's different, going to be very different because suddenly I have so many things and, and uh, triggers in my life, which I give up already.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and how was the return to relationality for you?
1: I mean, the thing is that I, I, I worked a lot about dreams when I was there inside, about today, uh, doing the day is a dream and doing the night is a reality. Mm-hmm. And i the dream and the day, and and I didn't have sleep for two days after I I, I escaped the prison. And these two days were still like weird, like 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 not really walking on the floor, like it was very weird. Mm-hmm. But after I had the first sleep, uh, I was very tired, I remember. I had a very long sleep, I just, it's like jet lag almost. Yeah. I just kept being awake because for me, being awake was still anyway in, in prison mode. Um, and then when I woke up, I remember I slept very long. And when I woke up, it was just, just going back to normal life. And it, I was insisting in a way of uh, um, didn't give interviews to the newspapers, Mm. trying not to be very like engaged in that kind of like framing, uh, framing this kind of like time. Mm.
0: Yeah, and have you seen? Th- have this also affected the way you 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 look at art or the way you make art? I mean,
1: I mean, we say that always. I mean, good art is something very crystallized that coming from one person mm-hmm. and then personal truth and. But this is something. I mean, it's not easy to make this kind of art, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. because we always have influence on us from what we see and what we receive and how we feel and how we feel that day. And uh, mm-hmm. when we create shapes, you create shapes that basically based on other shapes or other things. So um, it is. I mean, I mean, I mean. The funny thing about making art is that it's almost part of life. I mean, we always. I always think my head always thinking about walks, so there's no vacations, there's no weekend. It's like mm-hmm. just thinking about how to, different shapes and stuff. So in a way that I can talk all about it, called it life, not art even, because life is, so it's art. And um, I would expect it to be more different than I am now, to be more, uh, I don't know, self-aware, but I'm also very uh, normal in daily life, I think. I mean, I mean in the world, I'm not very normal, but already, but I'm more normal than I thought I would be if I would be out of prison. Yeah. When I was in prison, I was imagining that what will happen, how would I walk on this earth again, like walking and walking and, but it's the kind of say. I mean, I mean, you know, I'm just, I'm hungry in the morning, I have coffee, I go, I walk, I like to walk a lot because walking is something that really you cannot in prison. And I always said, wow, amazing to walk, you know, but, but there's not much difference, I think, which is really part of the way I handle that, that there is not much difference.
0: Yeah, that's interesting, right? Because I, I also have a, a history with trauma and complex PTSD, and with childhood trauma, so it didn't happen in my adulthood. But it was interesting because I was never, before those things happened as a child, my my parents always told me that you are you're a very rational person. And then when that experience happened, that was quite a long experience and quite transformative in some ways, I kind of somehow, my inner artist woke up. So I took refuge in my imaginary worlds that I kind of created. And that, that was kind of like the way I met myself in that extremely unsafe and difficult environment. And then after that, I always kind of retained access to this kind of imaginary space. And that also developed the kind of artistic sensitivity that I carried up to today. And no therapist ever told me that, but I'm fully convinced that what kind of helped me kind of retain normalcy in those very very difficult environments was that ability to kind of conjure art artistry without my inside myself you know um because i think it helps to look at the conditions that you are in and you in relation to them in a just a different transformative way and in some ways you you gain more agency over your reactions you know So I, I I really believe in the power of, you know, the artistic lens or the artistic view to kind of offer agency, to offer power uh, when you are in situations where that is not something that you have access to in, in, let's say, normal conditions.
1: Yeah, I believe always that to be an artist is a default way of life. It's not mm-hmm. like that we are we need to be an artist or we have talent or not. Every one of us has some kind of aesthetics, mm-hmm. Uh, And when we train that aesthetics, we train, it's all about like, you can be a carpenter, you can be a doctor, but you train this kind of thing. And then you have a wall, you put things on the wall and people come and watch. This kind of practice is different, yes. But we all have that, we all Mm -hmm. have that. It's basically individuality. And this is like if we have this kind of like thing of how we think, how we dress as a community, as groups, as men, as women, as kind of a nation, continent, uh, historical era, whatever. This is all like basically things that we are forced to almost, we are educated to. But to be an artist, and and, and everyone an artist, of course, everyone choosing his shirt in the morning, the route is walking, even when he make a salad or eat only the cucumbers, not the tomatoes, because he is choosing, it's a choice. And this is where we are uh, becoming stars of ourselves
0: yeah i think that's beautiful huh? and i think it gives you more agency over how you put your gaze on on reality right and and what is reality and and what are your options within what you deem reality and i think then once you train that ability to engage differently with the world then then you have so many more options on on how you react to the world so um I, this is where where i find you know this kind of artistic mindset's power and it's interesting to hear it through the lens of your story with, with isolation, you know, and the the effects of that. Rafram, um, I also wanted to ask you because you're going to be coming at a conference full of anthropologists, I think. <laughs> what do you think of anthropologists? How do you look at anthropologists? Have you, yeah.
1: I think it's uh, the most sexiest thing in the academy. I mean, it's like almost touching. Because <laughs> for me, I mean, you know, I mean, when I think about academic research, which I don't know very well, uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, I was part of academia in in visual arts, teaching and doing stuff. But in art, we have the the liberty all the time, not to think about what happened before and just to invent. Not invent, just basically talk ourselves, basically, and and exhibit and stuff. And every time I was, uh, you know, when I was young, we had this kind of like classes about history of art and stuff. It was so boring because you always have to find other people who say that before. And -hmm. that's the opposite of that almost, to find opposite. I mean, if somebody already said that, why you should say that? It's basically... But in anthropology, in what I know, I mean, and I'm reading sometimes about 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 research trips and stuff, it always sounds to me more like the more... uh, the the part in the academy that it's quite fun. fun (laughs) Lively, I mean, then this kind of... Right. So I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I mean, what's going to happen? I hope I'm going to be okay. I hope I'm going to survive there.
0: Yeah, yeah, there is I think there there is like the, it's it's there's less rigidity in in anthropology as a science um in comparison to other I think humanities. Um and at the same time there that's also something that I I don't want to speak for any other anthropologists but that's also something that I sometimes get very self-conscious about oh but is it really a science if if you can't really prove anything in a lab setting and you use a lot of steri- storytelling. <laughs> but, <laughs>
1: Imagine I was in a conference pool of chemists or something yeah, I mean, they, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Really. <laughs> yeah, but on the but other hand, bad. yeah, but on the other hand, you want a drug to be reliable, right, so um
1: yeah, maybe, so th- yeah.
0: <laughs> there there are these kind of other values i i would. Use. Imagine, um, Rafram, Before we close off this small uh, episode, I wanted to ask you: like, do you have any thoughts or any messages for people kind of considering to attend the conference or coming to have, let's say, their first taste maybe of solitude?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think. Um, I mean, we had already the COVID. I mean, we had the COVID to experiment on mm-hmm. solitude. I mean, we didn't do that. We always used the the social media to escape there, basically. Uh, we mm-hmm. didn't. I think. Um, I think we didn't use it right. <laughs> we could use this opportunity much better. And um, and I think we could try. I mean, it's not easy. Even for me, after I experienced that and I understood the value of that, I mean, it's very hard to disconnect from mm. people. So uh, any tips
0: that you might have for, for those that are I guess, listening?
1: I mean, you know, travel away and, and leave your phone in the side and don't read, don't write, don't do anything, just nothing <laughs> and it can be interesting i mean i was you know i had nothing to use even my finger even my fingers no, nothing to create but i mean you can do things you can do you could be in a forest you can be in a sahara you can be in a very uh, endless endless place which is very similar mm-hmm. to a very small place because it's repeating itself it's cut in pattern mm-hmm. and the patterns like you sometimes i mean it's not easy i know and but it's very rewarding i think that if you it's always going to be different than the, like what I experienced because, but also because me, I'm different place is different. We are all different people. And when we are talking to ourselves more and more, we become more and more ourselves, more different. In a way. So that's how we are born. And that's how we are. So we are surviving. So, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it's hard to, to give really a point, but it's, uh, I think it's something we all should learn about ourselves. Yeah. To have, conversation with yourself, because I think it's it's really incredible because there's nobody who knows our, ourselves more than us it's very it sounds like very weird, weird, thing to say, but it's I mean I mean but I think the the society uh, working very hard to disconnect us from ourselves so we can be more like a pattern mm-hmm. so be by religion, by money, by by government, by everything which could be grouped. Uh, easily, and uh, when we are very, very ourselves, we, are, we it's very, it's very hard to group us. Mm. Which is, I mean, this is the, the paranoia of everyone in the world that we are, we are, we are individuals. Yeah,
0: it's it's so beautiful what you're saying. It reminds me of Viktor Frankl. You know, he wrote. Um, he was, uh, I think, a psychotherapist that went into Auschwitz, and then after um, he went out of Auschwitz um, with the liberation, of course, he wrote this amazing book called "Man's Search for Meaning." Um, and okay. in that in that in that book, he has a quote that is very similar to Albert Camus. said I think a hundred years back, or or maybe even more, like in the midst of the Eternal winter. I found that existed within myself an invincible summer. Yeah. So I, I'm butchering the quote, but basically he said the same thing. He said, like, when when I was deprived of of outside freedoms, I realized that the ultimate freedom is within myself. So once you enter that space of inner conversation, then you will discover true
1: freedom. You can be in the worst prison in the world, mm-hmm. but you more free than people from outside.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I mean very hard to imprison mm-hmm. in prison when you are uh, connected to yourself.
0: Yes, yes, exact exa- exactly. That's that's exactly what he what he's also was talking about. So yeah, beautiful. I think it I think it's a beautiful, let's say, prompt to kind of, you know, put the phone down and kind of start taking baby steps on this on this path. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Rafram. And uh, looking forward to also hearing you and meeting you live at the conference.
1: Yes. see you soon
0: there (laughs) thank you for listening everyone follow us on our social media channels and look at the show notes for links to our speakers work join us next time for more interesting conversations